What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Southern Mafia Podcast. There wasn't a lot of drama in Week 2 in Lakeshore Boys League or in the AFC East, for that matter. The closest Lakeshore Boys game was 13 points. So on today's episode, we'll do a quick recap of Week 2 and then take a look at the current standings. Starting off with the closest game of the week, we'll take a look at Prisbal vs. Bit. And this game may not even have been as close as the score indicates. Prisbags beats Bit 132-119. Prisbal moves to 2-0 and Bit falls to 0-2. All in all, I think Prisbal should consider himself pretty lucky to get this win. Dak had a very disappointing performance, but he was able to overcome that. Henry Ruggs scored over 20 points for only the second time in his career. And the Bills D also warrants mentioning here. Pitching a shutout and racking up nine combined sacks and turnovers to score 32 points. I do think starting the corpse of A.J. Green over Michael Pittman is a decision that continues to leave me scratching my head. Looking at Bits lineup, I don't have a ton to say. I do think it's kind of funny that Nick Chubb got touchdown cucked again, this time by his fullback, but still did manage to find the end zone. Aaron Rodgers bounced back nicely after a tough week one performance, so maybe we should all relax. Congrats on 2-0, Prisbowl. In our second rivalry matchup of the season, Flad takes down Groot 138-110, making both teams 1-1. No big breakouts for Flad in week two, but no real duds either. Gronk is currently on pace for 34 touchdowns. We've checked with Elias on this and that would be a record. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as the season progresses. Diggs and Allen looked a little better in Week 2, and they will be fine as the season goes along. Two tough matchups, no flat curse yet. Underwhelming performances by Groot across the board. Russell Wilson did what Russell Wilson does. Definitely a setback in performance from both Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson, but both had similar utilizations in Week 1, so not a huge concern. The one thing to keep an eye on that we were worried about coming into the season is J.D. McKissick stealing targets from Gibson. That didn't happen in Week 1, but did in Week 2. Good job picking up your first win of the season flat. This next game hurts to talk about. Caleb defeats Mitt 170-141, to 141, another result that pushes both teams to 1-1. One Caleb had the number one quarterback and number one running back performance of the week in the same lineup. And oh yeah, they both scored 50. Caleb put up enough to win this game with just his top four players. In the second half of the 4 o'clock game, Caleb got three Derrick Henry touchdowns and two touchdowns from the Bucks D. Absolutely brutal to be on the other end of that. Looking at mid-squad, Tyreek Hill got shut down and he's yet to get double digits out of anyone in his backfield. Despite that, the team still put up a decent number. Through two weeks, 141 is the highest score for a team in a loss. Sometimes you just got to tip your cap and move on to the next week. Good win, Caleb. Next, Adam defeats Keegan 151-120. Buchek 2-0, Keegan the opposite. CMC had a tame day by his high standards and still put up 25 points. Mars Day started out rough with a comical pick six to start Sunday Night Football. 
But another 100-yard rushing day with two touchdowns to add on to what he did through the air. And you have further proof that running quarterbacks in fantasy are a cheat code. Keegan's gamble on Najee Harris looks a little better this week, even though his snap count percentage dropped to 95% in Week 2. His big Elijah Mitchell signing did not pay off after one game, and we can't wait to see how this turns out the rest of the way. How serious that injury is. Good game, Adam. Next up, the F-Boys take down the Eagle 163-125. to F-Boys 2-0, Eddie 0-2. Aaron Jones and his four touchdowns led the way for the F-Boys. Other than that, the biggest takeaway is that the F-Boy teams are getting scoring from across their lineup. The Eagle got another strong performance from Tom Brady. Besides that, there's not a whole lot to write home about. Austin Eckler had a nice day, and the targets that we were expecting, which didn't happen last week, showed up this week. Cause for optimism for the Eagle as he tries to dig out of a 2-0 an 0-2 hole, excuse me. Congrats, F-Boys. Jirio lays the wood to Sunday, 177-109. Jirio 2-0, Sunday 1-1. For the second straight week, Jirio is the highest scoring team of the week. Cooper Cup had another monster performance, and Kelsey and Mahomes combined for another 60 points, and everybody on the roster scored double digits. Sunday got an uninspired performance from Kamara and made a QB change that after week one and Big Ben let him down. Not that starting Matt Ryan would have made much of a difference in the outcome. It is good to see both DJ Moore and Jeff- Justin Jefferson improve on their week one performances. Jerry is averaging 175 points through two weeks. The rest of the league is officially on notice. In the snooze fest of the week, Bushnell moves to 1-1 one and, one and Ramsey falls to 0-2. Bushnell with 116 was the lowest winning total of the week and Ramsey's 75 was the lowest score of the week by 33 points. Bushnell rode Delvin Cook and Terry McLaurin to an easy victory. And Ramsey tried to ride the week one hot hand by starting Jameis. As we have already shared Ramsey's total score, Needless to say, that did not work out for him. Let's take a look at the standings as we are just under 15% of the way through the season. We've got four 2-0 teams, Jirio, F-Boys, Adam, and Prisbal. One of these things is not like the other. I think the top three are firmly established as the three best teams in the league. Prisbal is the only undefeated team with less than 300 points scored through two weeks. There are six 1-1 teams. Mitt, Caleb, Flad, Groot, Bushnell, and Sunday. Four of these teams face off against one of the undefeated teams next week. Only Groot and Flad get the honor of going against teams looking for their first win. Can't wait to see how this shakes out. If you followed along with the math, you would know that we have four 0-2 teams. Add, Bit. Keegan, and Ramsey. This is a mix of bad luck and bad teams. Ramsey and Bit will face off in week three, so barring a tie, we will see at least one team removed from this list at the end of next week. Thank you for tuning in to the official podcast of the Lakeshore Boys Fantasy Football League. Good luck to all players in the upcoming week.